Hello everybody, welcome back to the No Sleep Unless Podcast. Now the story I'm going to be reading today is called The Sleep Experiment by the user not underscore necessarily. Now, now I have read this before, but now I actually have permission to read it. So, um, um, I'm going to be re-recording. The reason I'm going to be re-recording this is um, I can probably get a way better um, sound quality and... Um, I think that's basically it. I think us can also do a better job of reading the entire thing. So, five parts, could do the whole thing. I still need to ask about the sequel. Not sure if I did that or not. But, um, anyways, let's jump into the story. I work for a company I will not disclose. We held a sleep experiment recently in which six volunteers had to stay awake for at least two weeks. You may have heard of the Russian sleep experiment and similar stories, but the experiment logs you're about to read are different and legitimate. We had built a full house inside of our experiment HQ to cater for the volunteers. They each had a private room and other things in a room were the kitchen, lounge, and games room. Each of the participants had to also work, which was basic office work such as writing reports and such. The participants would also do basic chores and overall live normally. They would be provided with food and other necessities. The house is rigged up with hidden cameras and microphones that would monitor the participants throughout the experiment and also a PA system for announcements. We also had hidden entry and exit points to and from the house in case of an emergency. The participants also had to get special chip implants on the back of their necks that would allow us to monitor their brain waves. The task was simple. Stay awake for a two-week period and let us monitor you. We also injected special stimulant gases, gases into the house and the participants' food to help them stay awake for a bit longer. Here are their experiments logs. But the participants' names have been changed. Connor, age 25, male. Samantha, age 29, female. Adam, age 23, male. Ethan, age 26, male. Julia, age 25, male. Sophia, age 24, male. Or female. Scientists, scientists, names have been changed. Dr. Aaron Cardi, coordinator. Dr. David Warnick, night shift. Dr. Mia Williams, night shift. Dr. Alyssa Nugan. Experimental log starts here. Original copy. Day one. All participants are mentally stable and appear happy. Brain raves and heart rate are normal. Participants explored their living quarter and have started to form bonds. Participants are more enthusiastic and have done their chores and work. They seem wary of the hidden cameras around the house, and when they are alone in the rooms, they bit uneasy. This is a normal response, and they will hopefully get accustomed to their surveillance. Day 2 All participants appear tired after not sleeping at night. Connor and Ethan both requested Pandal to treat their headaches, and they were more irritable and angry today. The other participants seem a bit tired but are able to complete tasks and even play table tennis in the games room. The participants seem to have grown accustomed to the surveillance and have normal heart rates. Brain wave readings are beta wave brain wave readings are beta waves for most participants and even gamma waves for Ethan. This shows that participants are still conscious and awake after no sleep for one night. Day two night. At night, Ethan and Connor both nearly fell asleep. We had to send electric shocks through their bracelets to keep them awake. They complied and stayed awake. We have increased the amount of stimulant gas in the air. Other participants stayed up by looking through the social media on our monitored Wi-Fi connection. And Julia and Sophia relentlessly played chess games. 
Julia's brainwaves lower to alpha waves, which are usually recorded when a person is just drifting off to sleep. Surprisingly, she was able to win a few chess games against Sophia, who was experiencing beta brainwaves. Resting hearts of all participants are lower than usual. Day 3. All participants are awake due to our stimulant gas, but are acting abnormal. Conan nearly cut his finger off today. He was not aware of what he was doing. Dr. Warnick decided not to interfere as it would mess with the experimental process. Ethan helped Connor put out a bandage, and Connor was also fatigued, so he wasn't able to put on a bandage correctly. We are taking note of Connor's injury to make sure it doesn't worsen. Julia and Sophia started screaming at each other in the games room over a minor dis over a minor dispute over ping pong rules. Julia scratched Sophia's hand while Sophia pulled on her hair. The fight ended quickly as Connor stopped it. Samantha had been keeping to herself from the start of the experiment, and now only goes out of her room to get food or work. She has opposite effects to most of the participants and has remained sane. We are rewatching her recording to see how she manages that. Adam has also been antisocial from the beginning of the experiments and has started talking to himself in his room. He always keeps on referring to a dark figure in the corner as he talks to someone in the room. We have checked all cameras in the room and there are no dark figures in the corner or someone in the room. Dr. Williams believes it is a cope mechanism to cope with sleep deprivation. Day 3, Night Ethan smashed other plates in the house to Julia and Sophia stopped him. He suffered some minor cuts on his hand in the process. During that time, his brainwaves mimicked those of a person during REM sleep. Connor is showing signs of paranoia. He is constantly whispering to himself. We had to use the sensitive microphones embedded in his shirt to listen to him. Here's what Dr. Cottery was able to capture. Everyone is going to kill me. I have to stay awake. They are not with me. Why am I awake? They are going to kill me. I have to get out. But where? They are going to kill me. Why am I awake? Kill me. Kill me. Kill me. Connor broke down after that and started hysterically laughing. He then started speaking again. Dr. Cottery did not disclose what he said, and after listening to the recording, he went home. Important note, Dr. Cottery has resigned his role in the experiment, and now Dr. Williams is a relieving coordinator. Samantha remains stable, but her brainwaves are now those of a person who was in light sleep. She is coping the best out of all participants. Julia and Sophia are both, are both against each other and are avoiding each other even though they were best friends before the experiment. Adam has been repeating this phrase, no sleep, dark figure, repeatedly since the evening. He is showing no signs of stopping and is continuously staring at the corner where the presumed dark figure stands. I will post more logs soon. I'm going to start off by answering the question that everyone had about the experiment. Question. I've stayed awake for X amount of days and I don't go crazy like that. Answer. Keep in mind that you may, be not, you may not be on stimulant gas when you stay awake for your own work. The stimulant gas actually prevents the pineal gas from producing any melatonin. So the participants do not feel the need to sleep and the brain is not aware if it should sleep or not. That's the main aim of its experiment. To find out how long the brain is capable of going without sleep. So usually if there were no stimulant involved, the participants would be fine for longer as their brain would shift to a phenomenon known as microsleep. In this case, the participant's mind doesn't even know whether it should sleep or not. Another reason for the worst effects are probably due to the fact that we force our participants to also complete day-to-day -day tasks and also cook their own food. This puts us extra pressure on the brain.
They were also not provided coffee or energy drinks. Many of the participants were noted to use their electronics more after day two night, which might also contribute to the effects. Now let's continue with the logs. Day four. Dr. Warnick has noted that all participants are no longer accidentally dozing off into the sleep and all, re and all remain awake at all times. This is probably an effect of the stimulant gas. Julia has been painting in a room since the morning. She is drawing paintings of a woman with bloodied hair and several wounds in her abdomen. The woman's face is never painted in each of the paintings. Surprisingly, the paintings are very high quality and well painted. She drew about ten paintings in four hours. She stopped after she ran out of the paint and canvas. We will deliver more canvas and paint to a room through the food larder group's cupboard we put in her room. Dr. Nugent suspects that Julia may be thinking about harming Sophia as illustrated in the paintings. Dr. Williams disagrees. Adam has moved from his bed to the corner in his room where the presumed dark figure is. He is standing face in the corner and has been standing motionless since this morning. His brain waves are those of a person at REM sleep. His heart rate is constantly at 50 BPM. Connor has stopped whispering to himself and went down to make breakfast in the morning. He fried his eggs and milk and ate them. Our medical team will be monitoring him in case he falls ill. Connor has typed up unintelligible things in his office work today. Sleeps for the weak. I am not weak, for I do not sleep. I will rise strong. I am winning all along. Ethan is going to be me. No, he won't. Please don't want to sleep. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Dr. Williams speculates that Connor is experiencing auditory hallucinations and is subconsciously typing the conversations up. This could be useful to provide insight into his feelings. Connor seems to be paranoid of Ethan. Sophia is standing outside Julia's bedroom staring at the door. She has not tried opening the door. Ethan has broken his laptop after losing an online game. He threw it at the floor. We are deciding whether we should provide him a new one. After that, Ethan went down to the kitchen, grabbed a knife, and started cutting up pieces of butter and eating them raw. He will also be medically monitored. Samantha is reading books that we have provided her. She has been doing that since this morning. After finishing one book, she, she repeated the phrase, I will not sleep soon, 420 times, then picked out another book. She is the most stable out of all participants. Day 4, Night Julie went out of her room and Sophia, while Sophia was still standing outside the door. We only knew that Sophia attacked Julia and as only Dr. Williams was on the night shift at the time. She refused to recount what happened and was quite hysterical. Dr. Warnock sent Williams home for a few days. Based on the camera feeds we can currently see, traces of Julia's intestines can be seen in Sophia's room while the rest of her body lies in her room. Her eyes are missing. Sophia has returned to her room and is sitting there staring at the wall. She has painted random shapes of Julia's blood on the wall. We locked away Julia's room and extracted her body. Dr. Warnick, the relieving coordinator, decided to keep the experiment running. Dr. Warnick advised us not to look through the past recordings to see what really happened with Julia. We have also not yet listened to Connor's recordings. Adam went out to his room for the longest time today and walked around the house chanting things. He returned to his room after not being able to access Sophia's room since she locked it. Upon closer inspection of Julia's paintings, which we have never extracted from her room, 
They are looking more and more like her own dead body. Connor sliced twenty cuts across his chest today. Ethan grabbed the knife from him and cut himself as well. Then they started laughing hysterically and started playing ping pong in the games room. Day 5. Dr. Cottery was found unexpectedly dead in his home today. The cause of death appears to be a suicide, bringing the death toll of this experiment to two. Dr. Williams is now in suicide watch, and all of us have to live inside Experiment HQ for the remainder of the experiment. Dr. Warnick has called in another doctor who did not tell us his name. He appeared to be from the higher government and has taken our video logs and audio logs of Connor for farther study. Luckily, I saved myself copies before they came. Tibet, today Samantha went out of books. We purposely did not give her any more to see her reaction. She experienced severe psychosis. She started screaming at us. Why don't you just leave me alone? Do you find this amusing? I want to sleep. I can't. She then repeated this phrase 25 times of porn at her hair. She then managed to compose herself and went down to the games room. She asked Ethan if he could play ping pong with her when she saw Connor and him playing. Ethan agreed and she won from, from him every game. This made Ethan extremely agitated and he started to show signs of physical aggression. Samantha quickly ran up to a room. Ethan went after her and kept on trying to break her door for at least five hours. Samantha was crying hysterically in her room. I will get some sleep now. More logs are coming soon. I've noticed that some of you concerned about the ethics of the experiment to my past post. The thing is, this experiment has received heaps of funding from the government in order to research farther into the unknown signs of sleep. Every volunteer in this experiment has agreed to all this, so no legal implications apply to us. Anyways, I have transcribed for more logs. I am starting from day 10 because the rest of the days, nothing really happened. Every day was the same. Day 10 was calm compared to yesterday. All participants stayed in the room. Ethan has taken a ping-pong ball and a racket to his room. He played against the wall for six hours. Surprisingly, he returned most of the shots. We provided Samantha with more books today. We need her to stay sane so we can study how exactly her brain copes. She immediately went and picked up the books as soon as she heard them drop into her cupboard and thanked us 153 times. She then started reading the books. Carter spent his whole day in the office room today typing, a, 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 typing up a document. It is transcribed here. What is sleep? Why can't I sleep? How do you sleep? Please tell me. Carter can sleep. He sleeps every day, yet I remain awake. Adam says he's trying to find sleep. He told me he sleeps in his corner. We are unsure whether is Connor. We are unsure whether Connor is re referring to the presumed dark figure in Adam's room. Sophia was extremely calm and composed today. She scrolled through social media on her phone and even listened to some music. It looks like killing Julia has calmed her down. Adam has started spreading salt around the whole house. He is chanting things. Doctor Nugent realized that he was chanting Latin. We have tried to trans translate it as best as we can. Sleep is running away from me, away from the thing that sits in my corner. Sleep, come back. Sleep, come back. Death is coming. Sleep and death both the same. He chanted this several hundred times with spreading salt around the house. He was, able, he was unable to enter Sophia's room because she locked it. He called out to her and she opened the door. He went inside her room and spread the salt. Sophia did not stop him. He did the same in Connor's room. Ethan did not allow him inside his room. Adam lingered around Ethan's door for a few minutes and calling his name.
Ethan then came out and punched him straight in the stomach. Adam fell backwards from the forest. Ethan went back to his room. Adam stayed in the position and stared at Ethan's door for five hours. He then got up and went to Samantha's room where he spread salt. All participants did not eat or drink today. A medical team will be monitoring their health. Day 10. Night. At night, the participants all the participants started screaming at literally the top of their voices at exactly 12 a.m. They changed their pitches and it almost sounded like a rough violin piece. Then suddenly, we saw Ethan struggling in his room. He was lying down in his bed, and it looked like an invisible person was choking him. He was clutching at his throat. We soon realized he was actually choking himself. We didn't interfere because it's physically po impossible to choke yourself to death with your own hands. We stared at, we stared for an eternity until Ethan finally released his heart on his neck and he fell still. We checked his pulse. None. Our medical team extracted him immediately and we were able to resuscitate him. He lies unconscious in intensive care for now. We are planning to interview him when he feels well. Dr. Nugent has also been sent home due to shock from the experiment. Day 11. Adam seems extremely uneasy today. He keeps on looking up at the hidden cameras. It seems like he knows exactly where the cameras are, even though they have been well hidden. He stares directly at them. Samantha has stopped reading. She went down to make herself breakfast today. She took the whole salt bottle and poured all the salt down her throat. Our medical team is standing by for any symptoms of poisoning. She then went into Sophia's room and stared at her from the doorway for at least 10 minutes. Sophia stared back. Sophia then threw her phone at Samantha. The phone hit her nose really hard and we suspect it is broken. She bled but continued staring at Sophia. Sophia then started screaming. Samantha continued staring. Samantha started to scratch at her eyes. We, sh we shocked Sophia in hopes she would stop and to prevent lasting damage to her eyesight. Samantha stared straight into the camera and let out, high let out a high-pitched scream. She went down to the kitchen and started to cut her nose off. We gave her high-voltage socks, but she didn't stop and cut her nose off. She then put her mutilated nose in her mouth and ate it. Dr. Williams has resigned. I am the only one left, Dr. Warnick. The end is near. I can feel it. Day 12. Samantha is showing signs of remorse at her previous action and is bandaged to what remains of her nose. Her blood oxygen levels constantly fluctuated throughout the day. Sophia and Connor are... An Sophia and Connor exited their rooms at the exact time and both walked to the games room. They played a game of pool without communicating at all. Halfway through the game, Sophia used the pool stick to extract her left eye. She used it to play pool. Connor copied her. Then they both started, then they both started laughing hysterically. Adam went downstairs as well and filled up a Coke bottle with water. He then started splashing the water at all the walls in the house. He chanted the following in Latin. Ethan Ethan thinks he's safe. Ethan Ethan thinks he's safe. Sleep is out to get him. It is death that I gave Warnick. Warnick knows the end. He tends to us. He sends to us. One day the barriers of the house will bend. Doctor Nugent has take has returned to take over for me, Doctor Warnick. I need a break before I get burned at the stake.
Many of you guys have wished to hear the voice recording from Connor that Dr. Cottery heard just before he committed suicide. I looked about for the recovered data and eventually found it. I will transcribe it here. Aaron Cottery, David Warnick, Alyssa Nugent, Mila Williams. What does that spell out? Adam. Everything is pre-planned. Death is coming. Head down, see arena. It is unknown whether the spelling out thing is just a coincidence. The names have been changed, but the first letters remain unchanged. So even the original first names and make out Adam. A particularly interesting point in the recording is the last line. Head down, see arena. It doesn't translate to any language. I haven't been able to figure out what it means. Day 12. Night. Logs my incomplete due to circumstances. Ethan was interviewed today. He was still quite unstable and appeared quite frightened. He didn't answer any of our questions and kept saying, Everything is pre-planned. Death is coming. Head down, see arena. He kept on telling us to run away and to evacuate the facility. He told us that Adam is not human. Dr. Nugent believes this is the symptoms of psychosis and also stress due to not sleeping for 10 days. He is expected to make a full recovery after some restoring sleep. We have sedated him so he can remain calm and unrest. So he can remain calm and rest. The slog may be quite long because of a lot of interesting and noteworthy occurrences took place tonight. Sophia and Connor are showing no, remor no remorse to what they did to their eyes yesterday. They went back to the rooms after laughing for 1.5 hours nonstop. Our cleaning crew then locked out the games room and went to clean the mess. Immediately, Connor and Sophia came out of the rooms. They ran downstairs like athletes, and Connor grabbed oil while Sophia grabbed matchsticks. They set fire to the locked room, connecting the games room to the living room. Adam was seen, Adam was seen chanting up in his room. We were too focused on what was happening to record his chants. The door burned away in seconds, and time slowed. Our cleaning crew froze in shock and stared at the door, slowly burning away for what seemed like years. Then the screaming started. Sophia and Connor attacked the cleaning crew with animal strength. They ripped them open. First, they spilled onto the floor, and the screams continued. We tried to send an announcement through the PA system and tell them to stop. Connor and Sophia didn't even acknowledge it. Sophie Samantha came down from her room to join, but she wasn't easily accepted. They were on a rampage, biting and ripping anything apart that moved. They even bit and scratched at each other a few times. Their eyes were filled with a bloodlust I'll never forget. They weren't human. This was something much more sinister. Something that has always existed in our minds. Our sleep can keep it at bay. Who are we to mess with the natural cycles? Of course we didn't evolve to sleep for nothing. The answer lies here. This is what happened. Day 13. We sealed all exit points to the house. We didn't bother to clean up the mess in the games room. We called the higher-ups straight away. They instructed us to stay put till they arrive. We are only one day away from the end of the experiment. We have decided to wait, out, wait it out and finish the experiment properly, or all of this would have been for nothing. Connor and Sophia have been standing outside Adam's room for all of last night. None of the participants have eaten anything. The remaining participants are just Adam, Connor, and Sophia. Dr. Warnick, me, and Dr. Nugent are the remaining researchers. Dr. Williams has resigned. Since last night's ordeal, Adam has been non-stop chanting in his room. And Connor, have been, and Connor and Sophia have been absolutely motionless, absolutely motionless standing at Adam's door. Their faces are devoid of any emotions. Their eyes are blank. Their clothes are tattered and red from blood. 
Their skin is riddled with various wounds and cuts. They are barely alive, but barely dead. We have been monitoring their brainwaves. They are barely present. They exhibit very low brain activity. Their heart rates are also very low. Medically speaking, they should be dead. Ethan has been begging us to let him out. He told us that Adam visited him tonight. He told him that he was going to kill everyone, including him. He told him he should have obeyed. We have checked our security tapes for our own sake, and Ethan was definitely hallucinating. We have, shifted, we have shifted him to our computer rooms, so he can be farther away from the experiment house. We believe this may alleviate his symptoms and stress a little. Normally we wouldn't let anyone in there, but he isn't even stable enough to look through our records or cause any problems. Day 13, Night, written by Dr. Warnick. They are planning something. Adam came to me today, he told me this. Hat Den Arena. I don't know what it means, and I don't want to know. I want to live. I want to be alive to sleep another night. Sleep is a gift. This part was written by Dr. Nugent, as Dr. Warnock took a break. Connor and Sophia have gone inside Adam's room. They are drawing all sorts of symbols on the walls. I've never seen these symbols ever before. They have filled the whole room. They are, writing with, they are not writing with ordinary pens either way. Either. They are writing with their own blood. Our medical team is amazed at how they are still not unconscious after bleeding so much. Our participants haven't eaten or drank anything since the wee days. Most of the house is a mess. Only another 24 hours until we end this experiment. We are planning to release a sedative gas in the house to sedate them. We will then medically induce them into a coma for a few days and hopefully they will wake up. We have taken science too far. I will post the log, the final logs tomorrow. Does anyone know what this means? I noticed that many of you guys were confused about Samantha's death in the last part. The logs didn't explicitly say it, probably because of the panic that scientists were in during the time of they were typing the logs. So I'll be clear: Samantha was killed by Connor and Sophia. Here are the final logs. Day fourteen. The f day fourteen. The final day. Day 14th of May, near as the end, when the walls of the house will bend. This is what we heard Adam chanting in Latin as the clock hit 12 a.m. Another 24 hours we would be done with this hellish experiment. Our results will greatly benefit science in the study of sleep. As soon as Adam said that, Connor and Sophia moved away from the door and walked down to the kitchen. They started staring at the hidden exit points we had designed inside staring at the living room. We were tired from staying up all night last night and heavily shaken. We immediately called. We immediately checked to see if the exit point was locked. It's like they can now perceive beyond their five senses. They knew more than us where everything was. Ethan has been extremely uneasy today. Moving him to the computer room did not make a difference. He is begging to be let out of the facility so he can go home. He is telling us they were going to break out and that we should leave this facility as well. We are intending to keep him here for his own safety and for the experiment's safety. The participants are, are roaming around the living room like zombies. Adam is, Adam is chanting incomprehensible things in his room. They are rather calm. It's like they are planning something. Day 14. Log submitted around 8 p.m. We are now slowly ending the experiment. We are releasing the sedative gas. After the, after the participants are sedated, we will wear protective suits and take them out of the experiment house. They will be medically induced into a coma and they will hopefully recover. We are planning to offer them lots of compensation for the damage 
caused them throughout this experiment. Connor and Sophia seem to have sensed the sedative gas. gas. They are crouching down and retreating to the corners of the room to stop themselves from inhaling it. It doesn't matter though, the gas will reach them in a few minutes. Adam has come down from his room and has his eyes closed and is chanting something. The gas has filled the whole room, but they are still conscious. We are increasing the intensity and amount of gas. They are still conscious. We can't sedate them. Locks were cut off. This lock was recovered from Dr. Warnock's phone. The whole experiment house is burning. We have tried to act activate the fire systems, but the fire isn't getting put out. The automatic fire response system has opened and unlocked every exit, hit or not, in the whole facility. Connor and Sophia have escaped. Our small water sprinklers cannot stop the fire. The sedative gas is feeding the fire, making it larger and larger. The end is near. That's what Adam said. I can't find Dr. Nugent anywhere. She said she went to manually lock all the doors inside of the house so that the participants don't run out. I hope most of our crew evacuated. The fire is now moving past the experimental house. I can see it in the cameras all around the facility. I'm currently sitting in the control room. I just heard a few screams through the fire. I saw Connor walking through the hallway of the facility. He is covered in blood. His clothes are burnt and he has, has, and he has had several burn, burn, bad burns. He's still walking. Adam is walking towards my room. Is he levitating? Please save me. He is here. He is opening the door. Log ends. No one survived that night. Everyone that was in the facility at that, at that time died. The fire eventually consumed the whole building. Since the building was in a, remote, in a remote location, it took hours for firefighters to arrive. The experiment was a devastating failure. Connor, Sophia, and Adam were not found inside the facility building. They were found somewhere in the woods. Their bodies were positioned in such a way that they looked exactly identical to the weird sign Adam had drawn on the wall of his room. They were all confirmed dead. Their autopsies revealed that the cause of death was cardiac arrest. They all had brain shrinking at about 40%. The cortex was still active even after death. We could, see, we could still see very faint brain waves. They only had half the blood that they had in their bodies before. In place of their eyes was another growth. Another growth was noted. It is apparent that the extreme heat of the fire... This, the severe injuries of their bodies and loss of blood was what eventually killed them. Their minds were more than enough fit to continue going, but their physical body just couldn't take it. Several ab abnormal growths were recorded on their bodies, including a hand-like growth developing under the back. It is apparent that the hand growth, once fully developed, would rip out their back and serve as another limb. In place of their eyes... Another eye-like growth had appeared, and next to their heart, a second heart-like organ was developing. We can only speculate what would have happened if they were kept healthy and the experiment had been kept running for longer. Dr. Warnock was probably the last person to die. His autopsy showed signs of physical abuse. He has had multiple, multiple broken bones and fractures. His cause of death appears to be skull fracture. Dr. Nugent has not yet been found. So you may be wondering how I came into this and how I have these logs. It's because I'm actually closely related to this experiment. It is because I am Ethan. And there you have it. That is the slave experiment fully done. 
Again, this story is by not underscore necessarily. I'm going to be putting his Reddit link down in the uh, description of this. And I'll also probably be putting the link to this story if I remember to do that. So, um, there's also a sequel to this. Um, I have to find this. I don't know if I have the sequel saved or not. Give me like 30 seconds. Well, I figured that out real quick. I believe the sleep experiment. I believe the sequel is called. I t yeah, I took part of the sleep experiment. It was a nightmare. That is what the uh, sequel is called. I think it's only like one or two parts around there. Um, I plan on reading that. I could just read it now, but I'm probably I'm gonna read it next. Uh, story. Then I'm gonna be reading the. Uh, what was it called? I'm actually figuring this out, so I don't pronounce it wrong. After this, I'm going to be reading the sequel, and then I'm going to be reading I Was Challenged to Survive Till Next Week for $10 million. And, um, I think that's it. Then I have a bunch of other authors to, you know, message. So, that is all. Um, I love this story, by the way. And, yes, I have read this before. I think I said this in the very beginning, but I did read this before. I'm going to be rereading all of my old stories. I've already read the $10 million one. I'm going to be rereading that too. Anyways, that is all. Hope you guys enjoy this um, story. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And um, goodbye. And I said this was going to be coming at around noon. It's actually 10.40 right now. I believe that's when this is going to come out. So, hope you guys have a great day. And um, goodbye. Also, I have one more thing to go. One more thing before I go. Um, my Reddit, my Reddit account is no sleep MLS. My Instagram is no sleep MLS, and my Twitter is at no. I don't want to mess this up. No sleep limit pod. No sleep limit pod is my uh, Twitter. So you guys can go ahead and check that out if you want. You don't have to if you don't want to, but um, that's what they are. I also have like a. Yeah, it's no sleep on my pod. I didn't want to get that wrong. But you can go ahead and check those out if you want. Um, and I believe that is it. That's my Instagram, twi Twitter, and Reddit. So, again, Twitter is no sleep on my pod. And now I'm going to spell it out for you, actually. Uh, it's N-O-S-L-E-P-L-I-M-I-T-P-O-D. That's my Twitter. Again, Instagram is those people on the list. And same with my Reddit. So, that's all. You can message me on there if you want. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And, uh, goodbye.